I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we have maths villain Olivia Fraser and her boyfriend Jackson Loney. Instantly, these two knew they were meant for each other. And although there were quite a few dramas along the way, they remained strong and stuck together. Stay tuned to hear how they have dealt with the backlash from the show and whether they would change anything about their time in the experiment. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice and much more. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having us guys, sorry I was so late. No, <laughs> honestly right. don't be silly, Matt's like got a late dinner reservation so he's perfectly happy so it's yeah. all good. We wanted to start by asking you guys just some basic questions before we get into like the meaty star. What made you apply for maths? It's such like a scary show. I know that Matt and I, we've both done Love Island, but math seems like a little bit terrifying. What made you apply? I haven't done Love Island, so <laughs> I, I can't comment on how invasive it is, but maths is really, I'd say, one of the most invasive shows that you can do. Like it affects not just you, but friends, family, community, depending where you're from. So it is such a huge risk that people take going on maths in particular. I applied a few times, so I got to like final stages of auditions or I got signed on and things fell through a couple of times. Wow. wow. And then, yeah, so I was final stages of auditions for season seven. I was signed on for season eight, but my match pulled out, which was a blessing in disguise. And um, One man's loss is another man's gain. That's yeah. Right. Uh, it wasn't meant to be, obviously. So, um, and that's sort of how I live my life. It's like what's meant to be will be. I just had this crazy instinct, like just this gut pulling me towards applying for maths. I don't know. Like I think I was 19 when it, it first, like season one aired. Yeah. And so too young to apply, but I was like, oh, I reckon that's how I'll meet my, who I'm meant to be with. And wow. I went wow. traveling, went to the UK, came like, did all this sort of stuff, like was turned 25, so I was old enough to apply for maths, and I was like, oh, why not? Like, let's do it. So, yeah, here we are. I didn't apply. He didn't apply. He got scouted. (laughs) Did you? What, through the DMs? Yep, slid in those DMs and said, (laughs) you know, you're looking for love? I was like, well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you mention it. (laughs) Did you think you were actually going to find love, though? or I personally thought it was all a rort. And I was like, you know what? If I find it, that's great. If not, it's an experience that not many people in the world were going to have. So where's the loss? Yeah, I sort of thought like if I'm not matched with who I'm meant to be with, and again, going with the whole if it's meant to be, it'll be. So I'm like, if if I'm not meant to be with who I'm matched with, at least it'll put me on a platform where I have more options than just the fishbowl that is the central coast of New South Wales. Do you mean the other contestants or do you mean just... I know what you mean. No, no. no. (laughs) YOLO, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I don't get the premise of math. Yeah, they mismatch people on purpose. So, like, you're drawn to somebody else and things like that. Like, they encourage cheating on that show for sure. Do they? Can you talk to us more about that? Like, we're obviously friends. It's, like, not while filming. We're not allowed to speak to other people while filming. That's a big no. Uh But afterwards, hearing, like, the way that producers have tried to manipulate it, like, uh, Jess, uh, she's going to kill me for saying this, but Jess, they really tried to make Jess want to hook up with Anthony. Uh, yeah. They really? put it, Why would you want to though? I know. You would want to <laughs> yeah, want Jess, but kept on being like, do you want to hook up with Anthony? Do you want to hook up with Anthony? He's your type. He's older. He's got a beard. Like he's Mediterranean. Like he's your type. And she's like, yeah, he's my type. He's gorgeous. But like, I'm not here to hook up with somebody else's husband. Mm-hmm. Good on her. Because a lot of people yeah, would have oh, been like, fuck it. Yeah. She's like, one of the most beautiful humans of all time but they really do encourage cheating and like any sort of like Did they encourage it with you 
Yeah, well, they didn't, <laughs> yeah. Have, they didn't encourage it, but they're like, they on no, it. but they were like, who did you cheat on? <laughs> I'm like, no one. They didn't ask me. Oh, Not Anthony then? Oh, all the time. <laughs> no, they actually did ask me about Anthony. There oh, we go. Okay. Swerve <laughs> ball there. <laughs> Jackson's like, who was it? Yeah. Who did they want you to cheat with? <laughs> Who's getting bashed? <laughs> <laughs> well, not Anthony. First him in the ring. He might be a bit, <laughs> I've seen him no, thank you. A bit of strife there. But look, speaking of love, like you guys really did look like it was a love at first sight match. Seeing you guys first meet, it was just like this instantaneous connection that as a viewer, the maths audience loves to see. You guys, I mean, were favourites to begin with at the start. Tell us about that like meeting and how that felt. Was it love at first sight? It was for me. Look, like turning around, I remember just standing at the aisle and all I was trying to remember was keep your feet because my knees were just buckling in like, (laughs) it's such a weird feeling knowing that you're turning around to somebody that you're going to marry. Like it's, it's, it's hectic. And then like, I was worried about like who it was going to be, you know, are they going to be this horrible person? Who are they going to be? And then like turn around and you see, like I saw Liv and she just had the biggest smile and like. Beautiful blue eyes. Aww. It was like my eyes are blue. Just say yeah. No, they're bluey they're green. They're hazel. They're bluey green. They're, they're completely hazel. different colours. <laughs> <laughs> hazel and blue. <laughs> Has he even? They're the same. One's, not very good one's, colours, one's right? more. One's more green than I've got a little bit of heterochromia, so one's more brown than green. Right. Well, I couldn't believe. Like I'm call me gullible, call me stupid, but I actually thought that you actually get married to the person. So, I met Jules and Cam and they said they'd been recently married. And I was like, oh, I thought you got actually married on the show. I I thought it was legally binding. Apparently, they do that in the States though. They do do that. So, I think it's a – I think it's – the show is originally from Denmark. Yeah. And then like obviously copied in different countries. So, I think depending on the marriage laws in each country – it is legally binding in some Australia is quite difficult. Yeah. So yeah. you apply for a marriage license like a month before you actually want to get married and there's a lot to it in Australia. So yeah, yeah. it's more of a verbal contract. Yeah. I mean, lucky because I feel like with your season it would be divorced at first sight. It'd be <laughs> yeah. to be perfectly honest, I think the whole show, how many seasons it is there's they've been got what, like nine, four couples? Nine seasons. Couples? like 80, 80 couples and only six people, six couples are still together. Wow. So, we have Love um, Island. On that. <laughs> no, no, no. I read it in an article. Okay. Love Island's only got one from three seasons. So... That's- Low stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, yeah. these relationship shows aren't doing too well, are they? Right. <laughs> no, the experts, no. they've got no idea, do they? Experts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean. You know what. Production puppets. <laughs> is that what you would see the experts as? Like a production team just manipulating? Oh, literally, this is them doing this. Um, hang on, let me just Sorry, check my ear. What, what did you say? Oh, okay. Oh, you, you asked for advice. Wait, let me see what the producers have to say. Yeah, Olivia, you're a shit person. Let's talk more about that. <laughs> shit. Really fun. Getting... It's, it's hard. Yeah, that's that's intense. Like for us, it was such a letdown because we did have a little bit more faith in them than what we should have. Like we would go to every commitment ceremony and, you know, a lot of the time we were just having a good time, but there might be like some anxieties within our relationship or something like that. And we'd always like wear them on our sleeve and be like, hey, we're having like, I'm having really bad anxiety this week about this part of our relationship. Can you talk us through that? Mm. And they would just be like, you guys are our golden couple. Don't worry about it. And then the last commitment ceremony, they completely, they I think it was after they decided I was the villain of the season. And it was like, right, Liv's turns to cop it. Mm. And it was like, there's holes in your relationship. You guys are miserable. You have no empathy, Olivia, for all of these reasons. Yeah, I, I actually stumped them a few times. Yeah. I was like, where, where are the holes in our relationship? If you're telling us that there's, you know, yeah. negatives in our relationship or whatever, tell us what they are so that we can work on them. Yeah. And they yeah. never did that. They would just, they just come flip back it around or they would go to their earpiece. And there was a few times where I stumped, I think it was Alessandra and John, because they couldn't give me answers. 
but the questions that they were saying didn't go with what was actually happening. Mm. So it didn't make much sense to yeah. us. But now that you watch it back, you're like, oh, okay, so that's they were, why they, they were. They were teeing up their story arc. So, like, their story yeah. arc was that I'm controlling and, wow. like, I don't let Jack go to the gym and I'm miserable and we were having, like, at the time that was filmed, they were structuring it so that Jackson and I were in this epic fight about him going to the gym. Mm. Which is which actually didn't really happen. Never happened. Never wow. happened. Like they made out like we had the most miserable homestay, which was not the case. We were at his mum's for after like for Sunday dinner doing butt shots and laughing. <laughs> 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 like, it's initiation time. to the family yeah. dinner. Family, you got to do a butt shot. Olivia, how does it feel to have met someone that you've fallen in love with? We heard you say in the final vows you told Jackson that you loved him. It was a really beautiful, romantic moment. How does it feel? Jackson's looking very excited. How does it feel to meet someone on a TV show who you're now in love with? It's really bizarre, and if I think about it too much, it's very surreal. Mm. But... He's so. Be- How could I not fall in love with him? He's so beautiful. Like I said, she's only human. Well, Jackson, have <laughs> have you uh, told Olivia that you love her? I have. I have. We've said it many of times now. So. If I get him, do you want to say it? Right. Do you want to say it now for us <laughs> all? <laughs> Can you tell us about the first time you said it? When was the first time? I was probably blind drunk, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually during the experiment. Or, oh. Yeah, he would get really, like, him and Brent would get really, really, really drunk together. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and so Jack would, like, stumble back and be like, baby, 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 I love you. I love you so much. And then just, like, grab my butt. But I would also be like, can you cook me some popcorn? I love you. <laughs> yeah. Jackson, you said I love you drunk. How come in the final vows you didn't say it? Was it because you were still like building up the courage to say it sober or had you said it sober? No, I hadn't said it sober yet. And I think especially for me with saying I love you and I said this for Liv was I wanted to mean it and I wanted to be with my whole heart. Like if I said it, I didn't want to just say it for the sake of saying it for the show. Like I wasn't about that. Yeah. And I think if you need to love somebody, you need to see somebody when they're really down, when they're you know, when they're really happy, you need to travel with them. You need to see pretty much all different sides. So it wasn't until after the show where, you know, sober, I said it. And yeah. I mean, this show, especially once we got to see it back, I got to see a lot, lot different sides to live, which, you know, it Not, accelerated our relationship yeah. a lot quicker than... Like, probably. to be honest, like, I've been really, really depressed. Yeah. While the show's been airing and a little bit after, I've... I honestly just feel in the last week I'm starting to get my groove back. Yeah. And Jack's been the most incredible partner, like the most incredible support. And I think like that's really just, I think it's shown a very fundamental, like I've never, I've never had depression like this. I've never like honestly been this close to like, sorry to get a bit graphic, but just, this close to really thinking about taking my own life and things like that and just mm. to have Jack be my absolute anchor, I think it's just speaks to the relationship, speaks to the man that he is. And it's like if I thought I loved him back in December when I wrote Final Vows, that's a hundredfold now. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry you've had to go through that. Like the public backlash has been insane I can't imagine like you must feel like the weight of the world is on you at the moment I definitely did yeah and now it's a bit like smile and wave yeah smile wave. I mean people need to realize it's a it's a show it's and a show. It, it's edited like everything's taken out of context it's not so look a live live did say a few like shitty things which is yeah. fine but if you saw the actual full context of when she said it and how she said it, it'd be exactly like how you see Dom smash a glass and everybody thinks that's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It's just you know, I never, I never said anything that wasn't warranted. I definitely had a lot of support from majority of the group, and I had support from majority of the group for a good reason. People mm. aren't stupid. Like the our castmates. Most of them are very intelligent, very compassionate people. 
and they had my side, they had my back for good reason. All right, Liv, so we've touched a bit on how they've edited you to look like a villain. We're going to go more into depth on that after this. Okay, guys, so I have a question for you. When you were filming, before you guys actually saw the edit, what did you think that your edit was going to be like? I personally thought there was going to be 50-50. I Mm. thought what it was going to do is they were going to make it Olivia versus Dom because a lot of the times it was actually me and Dom that would have the arguments. It wasn't Liv and Dom. Um, And I thought there was going to be, you know, me and Dom, me and Dom, me and Dom, and then turn to Liv and Dom, Liv and Dom, Liv and Dom. But, yeah, it obviously never turned out that way. I think he fought with Dom at every single dinner party. Because she, look, I don't want to rehash on this, but every dinner party that we ever went to, like you saw it on the first one when she went for Anthony, like, and I stood, I stood up for Anthony then, she did the same thing, but with every couple. She had a, I've used this expression before, like a hammer smashing everywhere is eventually going to hit a nail on the head. And that's what she did. She had a go at everybody and then they aired the one that she got right every mm. time. So yeah, it could have very easily been the other way around. She mm. would she would pick who was having a bad time in their relationship, decide who she thought was the villain, and then she'd go for their jugular. It, like there'd be one every dinner party. Yeah. Even even like the second dinner party, she lost her shit at the whole group because she wanted to go ambush Holly and Andrew's private conversation. And she fully lost her shit and started screaming for her producer and like told Jack to fuck off and all this sorts of stuff. Yeah. And obviously that doesn't air because they can't make their princess look shit. But, um, you know, it was just like perpetual screaming at everybody all the time. And so that's what I'm talking about when I like lose my shit at her because I'm like, I'm just sick of About me. her voice, yeah. Yeah. Not, it wasn't so much her actual voice or accent. It wasn't her it voice. Was it was the screaming the and the swearing and like, Viewers obviously don't get to see all the swearing because it's program that airs at seven o'clock on free to air TV. I was just say there's a lot of C bombs. A lot of C bombs. Wow. Just I like you're the same. Like I I love the occasional swear word in context, but when it's literally every second word, it's I find cringy. that it's cringy. It's low class and it's really aggressive. Mm. So you're obviously edited to look like the villain. Do you take some responsibility for the stuff you said and the way you said it? Like, not all of it is obviously taken out of context. Do you take responsibility yeah. for that? Oh, 100%. I, and, like, that's the thing. People think that I pretended to be such a princess and perfect and la, la, la. Never, never. Yeah. I always knew that I had many dimensions to me. You see me, I own it. I'm not proud of it, but I just own it that I'm petty. Mm. And things like that. It's not something that I'm proud of, It's but it's a part of my character. Yeah. It's not something that I've ever tried to hide. And, yeah, I definitely said a lot of things. And I, you didn't get to see this, but I apologised many times for individual things that I've done wrong. Okay. And I apologised to Dominica a lot on the show. Like, I'd be like, I'm sorry that I said this at when we were having that fight at the couples retreat. I'm sorry that I said this after that and da-da-da-da-da. So I apologised a lot. Mm. So when it came to the whole, like, photo scandal, I'm going to use quotation marks, I couldn't apologise anymore because I'd apologised so many times that I just didn't have it in me to be bullied into yet another apology. So I've always owned it. I've always apologised to it for it and things like that. And I take full accountability, full responsibility for the things that I really, really did say wrong. Was there a part of you that thought that Dominica might be the villain? Everybody. I thought it was, yeah. Everybody. We thought that's what she was there to do. There's a reason why Ella was the only one sticking by her. Like, So she, Dom and Jack actually called Bryce and Melissa from the previous year. and got their advice on how to handle being the villains because even they thought they were going to be the villains. This is allegedly because I've only spoken to one side of this, but, yeah, yeah, they were were seeking advice from other former cast members. Jackson, uh, 
mate, I know that if like my miso was getting all this backlash, I'd be like getting real mad and like, you know, wanting to take my anger out and so on. How does it make you feel? It's shit because I think the thing that really upsets me the most is I lived it with Liv and I know what everything happened on the show. And like she's copped a lot of crap for stuff that didn't happen. And like she has said a lot of bad things and every time she has said something shit, I've pulled her up on it. Like yeah. there are, there has been a lot of times where I was like, you can't like the snide comments and stuff like that. Like I, I don't agree with that. The retreat, and, and I've, I've had a go at live for that before, mm. but like the stuff that they're airing out and saying, blah, 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 blah. She's a, this horrible person. She's not like the whole reason I fell for her is because she's such an amazing person. And I think you can really find somebody's character by how they treat like wait staff and, you know, people mm. like that. And, like, every time we go out for dinner, she's the most amazing person to, you know, like people that service or anything like that. And she's above and beyond nice to them. And I think that really shows a person's, you know, inner beauty. And that's... Thanks, baby. Yeah. Aww. But, yeah, Jack, Jack has and always will pull me up when I'm being shit. Yeah. At home, in public, on national telly, he's, <laughs> like, he will go for it. And viewers only got to see, well, they only saw him pull me up once mm. because there was only once where I was actually being shit. Yeah. The rest of it was complete and utter BS. It was just, it was just out of context. Right. Mm. Yeah. Look, Jackson, you looked pretty uncomfortable in the couples retreat. You mentioned like the snide comments. Liv, I want to know, like you watching that back, like how did it feel watching it oh like that was definitely the roughest thing so i i had already heard that dominica didn't want to apologize for the glass matching thing and i'd really been bullied by producers into it not being a big deal when i knew it was against their duty of care and it was meant to be a zero violence policy and things like that so watching dominica give her fake apology and there's all the big producers standing around watching us. I'm just like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. I want to leave. Mm. I want to mm. leave the show. I want to leave Bargo. Like, let me out. I felt like that moment, I felt like a caged animal. Yeah, it was, it was very, it felt very scripted, her apology. What you don't it see was. is like, she stood there for, I think it was like 20 minutes and she did this. Like she does the dramatic pauses that you learn. For twenty school. minutes, so, so like it was. Everyone was like, "Is she going to speak soon? Yeah, or is she going to do that? Like, right. it's like she went to like a bloody D grade drama school and learned to do a dramatic pause when you're trying to remember your lines. But yeah, like I mean, coming off the show now, she's got a broken wine glass tattooed on her, so she can't have been that apologetic. But she wasn't mm. sorry. That's the thing. Tamara had to be like, "You have to apologize." Producers told her that she had to apologize. So is that why you think it's a fake apology? Because she was forced to apologise? Yes. And how did you feel seeing, like, the conflict with you and Jackson when, I guess, like, the faces that were being pulled and then Jackson noticing, like, talk me through how that felt to watch back. It wasn't that bad watching it back, honestly, just because it was so edited. Okay. okay. So right. I was like, wait, no, I when I cried... We actually went to the bathroom and I had a panic attack and then I came back and spoke to Carolina and Kate. So it was like their timing was out. Okay. So watching it back wasn't that bad because it was just like, what? Like, that's not what happens. Like, right. it was more of a pick up in time, whereas living it sucked. Mm. I haven't had a pan panic attack since I was like 18. Yeah. So I was, like, it was a shock and it was really embarrassing that it happened on national telly. Started, like stripping off so I don't know like when you have a panic attack you're meant to get, try and cool yourself down so I'm like try, I'm like <laughs> going to the bathroom and the poor cameraman's filming and I'm stripping off like get out I'm like naked and I fucked up my mic and things like that so poor the sounder Tom had to like redress me it was really yeah. I was just so <laughs> there was a lot of tweets about that panic attack and everyone was saying it's oh. fake, it's not real, it's attention-seeking. Yeah, I mean, I definitely felt that it was real. What What do you have to say to those people who claim it's put on? What let, can let I them, say? Uh, let them live let their them lives, eat, I guess. Let them eat cake. Um, <laughs> if they think that I faked anything, like the response is I wish. 
I wish I faked things because I'm honestly in trouble because I think I've been so brutally honest. Yeah. It kind of sparked my mind before when you were talking about how you were being so honest and like when you were talking to the experts, you were being super honest, super transparent. Do you kind of feel like you guys kind of got jibbed because other couples were kind of holding everything in, not being open. Like you guys were honest and open with the producers and then I guess other people weren't and they got a better edit. No, I, I think we were very open and honest with the, like the experts, but they never really gave us any advice or any, like even when we asked for it, they were just like, just keep doing what you're doing. And it's like, well, if I could, I'd just do that in freaking regular life. What's the point <laughs> of this? Like, like, tell me what I'm doing wrong that why other relationships have failed because I'm doing what I normally do. Yeah. What's the right difference? Person, honey, that's what well, obviously. <laughs> but there was definitely couples that were on the couch that were 100% faking it and holding Ooh, it. Like who? Any names? Uh, let's just say Ella <coughs> and Mitch. So Mitch is going to kill me. I love Mitchell. I think he's one of the best men on maps, but he never liked Ella. It was never a thing. It was never a thing for him. And she was like, oh, the longer we stay on this, the more money we'll make. You could see that on literal, every time they got on the couch, me and Liv said it multiple times, or like, you know, something's not right here. Like, she I don't know what weird, it is. She weird, like, smug smile. Whenever I spoke to her one-on-one, she always seemed really competitive with me over, like, whose relationship was stronger. Like, I really liked Ella. I felt like we got along from the hen's night and I was really 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 honestly surprised when she was so team dom and you know started having digs at me and stuff like that I was really blindsided by that well, I, felt, I felt like Ella was very like she tried to be the middleman for majority of it until after it aired and then she was very much one-sided so you guys have met each other's family and friends. Has there been any conflict in that? I know, Jackson, you were a little bit worried about conflict with friends. How's that going? There's been absolutely none at all. All my friends have been nothing but supportive, even the ones like it's, – it's pretty funny, like, because they've got to meet a couple of my friends on the show and, like, they've watched the show, blah, 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 and then um, they actually got to see that night where, obviously, Liv met them yeah. and they were all just like – that's not what happened. Really? Like, because, like, our fight about the gym wasn't a fight about the gym. Jim, Liv was saying that, <laughs> you know, I don't want you going out Friday and coming home Sunday. Talking about his, one of his mates asked about a bender. Ah. Oh. Like, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I didn't marry a frat boy. You know what I mean? That's where that comment yeah. came in, and also, which makes no sense to the gym. It like, makes no sense to the gym. Cause I, uh, but also, we were still at, a big point about a big conversation while we're on homestays was talking about doing long distance. Yeah. So I'm talking about coming down to visit him for a weekend and one of his friends was like, oh, how would you feel if he got like went out on Friday night and came home Sunday? And I'm thinking in my head like, well, if I'm coming down to visit him for a weekend, that's just not going to fly. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I'm, party girl. I'm, in, I'm in bed by nine, <laughs> 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock every night. Okay, guys, we are going to finish this episode off by talking about the aftermath of maths. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. This is going to get juicy. So I don't know if you know my ex, Kira Maguire. She was the OG villain of uh, Australian reality TV. I saw firsthand how traumatizing it can be. Her Bachelor in Paradise season aired while we were together, but she handled it okay and is had the ability to capitalize on that hate and all that sort of stuff. Have you thought about capitalizing on it? Can you tell us how she did it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we need some, some notes. That, that'd be great. Kira, if you listen, please send me the handbook. <laughs> uh, look, I don't want to say too much, but like she was just smart, like knew how to post for brands, knew how to reach out and she owned it as – like all her faults, she owned it and was like, yeah, like this sort of stuff. I think she got a little bit annoyed because they would Frankenbite. I don't know if they did that with you guys. Yeah, yeah they definitely did they that definitely with us. They definitely did that. What's Frankenbite? So it's when you take something that you've said at one point and then another point and they put words together and put sentences uh. together. So you'll hear like lips say, I went to the gym and then we went <laughs> and then it like... Which was literally how it went. It went and like, so we actually teach that in year 10... English is frankenbiting and fake news and things like that. So hopefully 
upcoming teenagers will be a lot more intelligent than the general Australian public who thinks that what happened on maths is 100% what really happened. Frank and Biting, you 10 students know about I it. I think um, Abby Chatfield actually did a good post on it that literally showed how it can happen. Like they Frank and Bited her, I think it was her final, her, what is it on getting, Bachelor? Get final her, like Sarah getting dumped on a rock. And they yeah. changed it around to her actually rejecting him. And I think that is a perfect example of how they can actually do that, mm. which was very upsetting when she j- did the pile on with Liv. Like, yeah. she knows her fan. Look, look, I'll be honest, I'm a massive Abby Chatfield fan. And it just it hurts so much to see somebody who has also been a TV villain, who knows so much about the world of editing. It killed me to see her go for the pile on that was against me. Look, you mentioned before about the fact that a lot of people were saying that you had lost your job. Are those rumours true? Let me be very clear in that I was having to resign from my job. Okay. So people are calling me a liar for saying that I lost my job because I have resigned and, I don't know, it's got messy and I'm being accused of lying about that and things I don't even know. Did you resign because of maths? I had to resign because of the public backlash of maths. Okay. So it was a situation where it was, we need you to resign or other things are going to have to happen here. I loved my job. And they love Liv too. Like They loved me. They, they tried did, everything to keep her. They did mm. absolutely everything they could to keep me. I have dreams about working for them again. Working for them has been my lifelong dream. So I hope that because I've resigned, I'll be able to get back there one day. Yeah. I'm going to go and get my master's and things like that. Like I'm going to make myself absolute. like they made it very clear that I was already invaluable to them, but I'm going to go and get all the credentials that will make me inarguable and hopefully all the shitstorm that is married at first sight will blow over and I can prove myself to be academically irredeemable and yeah. Surely you um, knew that there was going to be the consequence of that. There was a risk that you could lose your job. Yeah, and I, I never thought that I never thought that it would be it, that I would have to leave my job. I was very transparent with them about ev- like I I told them everything that had happened while filming. I told them about the like OnlyFans thing, and so I was very transparent going back to work for them after we'd finished filming. Hmm. And it was literally not their choice. Yeah. Like they were like, that's fine. We'll cover you. We love you. We want to have you. And they did as, as long and as they And they did. Could. And they did. And I like. But the backlash was just too much. It was too much. And unfortunately, where I was working, I won't get into it too much, but it's a, it's a place that's already got its own struggles with the press and things like that. Yeah. So it doesn't need the pile on that is Olivia Fraser. I saw a lot of forums and it was basically a lot of people saying like I wouldn't want Liv to teach my kid if this is like her thoughts and feelings and whatever types of like behavior that they saw or think they saw. Do you kind of understand why people feel that way? To be perfectly honest, if I watched the same show and thought that was 100% Liv, then yeah, I I would feel the same way too. But it's just not who she is. It's not who it's not who I am, but also what's discussed on the show and what happens on the show is not something that should ever be brought up in an appropriate classroom. True. You know what I'm saying? Like what what responsible English teacher talks about pornography and drunken behaviour yeah. and violence? I have empathy. Um, I know you do, but that's the teacher's thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, and I think that was what a lot of people were saying, like how can we have a teacher if she has a lack of empathy and there was this lack of empathy dialogue that went on. I mean, I know a lot of the audience were very taken aback by that. People were kind of um, using words like sociopath, psychopath. Do you want to touch on that? Yeah, so that's very easily explained. So the how they got me to say that I have no empathy is Alessandra went at me for about five minutes explaining through various insults all the reasons as to why I have no empathy. And it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm exhausted. I've just copped 
bullying from all the experts and not even like valid reasons, just literally jab, oh, listen to my earpiece, oh, another jab, oh, listen to my earpiece, oh, fuck you, Olivia. So it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, you guys didn't get to see it, but I was like sobbing to the point where I couldn't speak and Jack was having to speak for me. And yeah, I just gave in and was like, yeah, whatever. I have no empathy. Like, I'm going to go home. Like, yeah. leave me alone. Jackson, how did you feel when you heard Olivia say that? And was there a part of you that was like, that could be used or kind of twisted, I guess? Look, uh, we were on the couch and they were going at Liv and I was going back at them and Liv wasn't saying too much back because she was she was distraught. And I'm a very protective person. I have been about my family. I've been about my sisters. I've been about my mother. And... When I see somebody attack somebody that I love, I will always step in front. And that was one of those moments. And I, like the experts were going to live. And at that point in time, it was, in, no from what we knew, it made no sense. So I was yeah. very, my back was up. I was, I was having a crack at them all. And there was many times I made them look very stupid and they had to go back to their earpieces and they got back and it's not what was edited or whatever anyway. But yeah, when Liv said I had no empathy, I saw her go through all the, and I could see she was just saying it to pretty much to get Alessandra to shut up so that we could get off the couch and go home. Yeah. And like, look, the whole, I have no empathy thing. So I said that. She definitely has. (laughs) My mum texted when that aired, my mum was like, if you have no empathy, babe, explain why the fuck you're with a lot of your (laughs) ex-boyfriends. You what? You I weird. mean, I've got a lot oh. of empathy too, babe. Don't worry about <laughs> it. around. <laughs> but then what viewers didn't get to see was actually a couple. So after our final day, so Jack had filled the house with hundreds of white roses. I saw that. That was so beautiful. They're my, my favorite flower. So I actually took white roses to all the girls <laughs> that were still in the experiment. Aww. So I took some to every, like Tamara, Selena. I didn't feel comfortable going to Dom and Jack's room. Yeah. So I gave extra to Ella and asked her to pass them on to Dom. Okay. And Dom abused her for it. That Dom was a storyline, wasn't it? It was. It was. So Dom was like, what was the symbolism of that? And she, like, kicked Jack out of the apartment for saying it was Yeah, nice. Jack got kicked out for that. Jack got kicked out because Jack was like, oh, that's really nice of Liv. And Dom She's was like, get out. Well, white roses could meet, like, a white flag, like an apology. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. Well, it wasn't even meant like that. It, it was just meant we didn't want to leave her out. Yeah, because I have empathy and didn't want to leave her out. Mm. Let's talk about Dominica because I guess that's kind of like the elephant in the room, the last thing that we haven't addressed. Let's talk about the photo scandal. Mm. After watching it back, do you regret pulling that photo up and showing everyone or do you stick by it? Oh, I absolutely, I absolutely do. But it was under very, very different circumstances to what's appeared on the show. How so? So what really happened was we were all, so not all of us. So it was, pissed. So it was <laughs> Jack, Brent, Al, Cody. Cody, Selena, Jackson and I, so seven of us. We were drinking at Cody and Selena's apartment. Which and, is a big no-no, you're not meant to do Which that. is a big no-no. We're not meant to, like, associate off camera. Like, stop it. So I had told my girlfriends what had happened at the girls' retreat. This is straight afterwards. And... So it's just before the before we did homestays, but just after the retreat. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. So, um, and I didn't mention Dom's full name or anything like that, but her name came out in the Daily Mail, so my friends Googled her. Okay. Anyway, my friends had read our contract as well, so they knew exactly what they were talking about. And so I'm at drinking with everybody who I just mentioned, and my girlfriends were like, did you know that she has OnlyFans? Pretty sure that's against your contract. And I was like, oh, really? And so they started sending through all the not, not, not the OnlyFans account, but the YouTube, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Reddit so, in which she was advertising So, it. yeah, Dom tried to advertise it through those different platforms. So she distributed it herself. Yeah. Um, so she did that on all the different platforms, which yeah. is the photo that Liv got. So which- I, I showed – I have to be very careful with this for legal reasons. So I'm going to be very honest and very specific with what I say. So I showed everybody in the room 
a photo of all these different platforms that were advertised. Okay. And it was like, are we sure these are Dominicas? And my friend sent a photo of her face that was a photo that was distributed on Twitter and on Reddit to advertise the OnlyFans account. Okay. So it was like, yes, that's Dom. Yes, she has a star tattoo on her wrist. And that's what we were talking about. And then we went off to talk about something else. And later Brent asked for the photos. What was the initial photo then? If it's being advertised, then it wouldn't be. It wasn't even nude. Wasn't she was laying bad. on her stomach. Like you'd see more on a beach on a Saturday. You, you, can't, you can't really see anything. You can kind of see her bottom and that's it. Yeah. And it wasn't to be like, oh, my God, look at her naked or slut shame her or anything. It was because it was against our contracts to have, or so we thought it was against our contracts to have that platform. And we just had the Simon Blackburn scandal. So we were thinking, has production left this up on purpose? Is this entrapment? Because they left Simon's TikTok stuff out there. There was no harm or malice behind showing it. It was more trying to figure out whether, you know, production of doing this for a storyline. Yeah. And And they got it. I think Selena was (laughs) I think Selena was more worried about it was revenge porn. I think that's what Mm. she was worried about. Yeah, Selena was like, oh, is this really Dom or is it an ex-boyfriend or something like that? Trying to get her or whatever. And that's where we left it. We were like, look, Selena, if you want to talk to Dom about it, that's on you because we're not friends with Dom. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't didn't think much. I honestly didn't think much of it. And we forgot about it after that. We forgot about it. I honestly, like, you you sort of (laughs) bombed with it. When Cody Cody said it, I think you can see it in my face, I was just like, what? Is this a... This is a story? I can't express enough, like, how much I wanted, like, how much I did try to scream from the rooftops. Like, I'm not here to slut shame anybody. I have more, like, at the time I've had to delete a few, but I have more photos than I can count of me in lingerie on my Instagram. I made my my living off selling lingerie, selling sex toys. Like, I, and I do it again, and I... Like, Lord knows I will definitely be uploading lingerie photos in the future. Like, I'm very proud of that part of myself. I've owned my sexuality since I was way too young to be owning my sexuality. Like, hen's party. I was talking about spreader bars and shit like that. Like, that's so opposite to my character. And it just, like, that's been the most insulting thing about this whole show is that Mm. people think that I'm some slut-shaming prude because that's not the case and that's not what I thought. And I just... The only reason it was a topic of conversation is because I was literally getting the messages in a group situation and we thought it was against our contracts to have that platform. Right. Would you ever think about getting OnlyFans then? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm thinking about it. I've already got one. He's already got one. Really? Do you actually? Before the show. (laughs) Well, I, yeah, one of my friends did it as a joke once and... Completely forgot about it. He messaged me when the whole scandal came on. He's like, you do know you've got one. And I was like... Yes, I do. Did your subscribers? So, so would you? So would you guys actually like use OnlyFans yeah. to do kind of like more nudity type stuff? Look, money's money. I'd do it. I have nothing against it. I've never had anything against it. I, I think do it. if somebody can make money from it, go for it. Sorry, like, Jessica Power is making what ten grand a month. More, doing it, I'll do more, that. more. She's yeah. making like, yeah, like, I can make 50k. Yeah, I'll do give it. Give me a house deposit. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. Moving back to Dominica, can you see why she kind of was blindsided and felt really kind of back against the wall? Like everyone's been yeah. looking at this what? image. What? Absolutely, 100%. And we, we apologize because it was never meant to hurt her. Like what mm-hmm. we did. Like, we literally were more worried about the contract and, like, what happened there. We weren't we weren't against her having an OnlyFans. That was never the case. It was more, you know, we just... I'll just say from my perspective. So I, I can't apologise for... We didn't want to hurt her feelings. Well, no, 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 no. So I never wanted to hurt her feelings and I've apologised for hurting her feelings. But I can't apologise because I feel like apologising is sort of being culpable to the guilt of what producers wanted to play out in that I was slut shaming her and spread this whole thing through the group and things like that, which is Mm. not the case. So I couldn't apologize and admit guilt to that because that's not what happened at all. 
that was the point of contention when people like apologize a little bit. It's like I've apologized for a lot, but I can't apologize for this because it's not actually what happened. But I guess the photo did come from you. So then you're kind of responsible for it. I am, but it's also like it's on public, it's on social media. Like it's not behind a paywall or anything like that. It's on social media where anybody could find it. And it wasn't shown in like a malicious way. It was more in like a what the fuck a producer's doing. Because it's meant to be a zero tolerance, bullying, violence policy. Mm -hmm. And they've let this woman smash a wine glass and carry on like a banshee. So do you feel like there was a little bit of resentment towards her and I guess... Not her, producers. 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 In the boys' briefing before the show, we got told if we so much as clenched a fist at another contestant, we'd be off the show. Yeah, we got the same thing. Yeah, and then like to see somebody smash a wine glass, which like obviously I wasn't there, I had that and then like I was speaking to Liv through it all and Liv was very distraught through the whole thing, didn't feel safe you know, all that kind of stuff, to have the producers come up to live and say, we know it was shit, it shouldn't have happened, but, you know, if you report this or whatever, so many people are going to lose their jobs. That Is that was, what they said? Yeah, they said all these all these people will lose their jobs, will have to stop filming because everything will have to be subpoenaed. And, like, they knew that I had a massive problem with authority. Like, they knew if they cornered me by myself without Jackson that they could manipulate me. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me sit so on... So the blackmail as well. Yeah, so they wouldn't let me sit on there and, like, talk to them. And three producers stood over Liv and said... The, blah, big, blah, the blah. big bosses. Like, if, if I had to smash that wine glass, it would have been a complete different story. It would be, like, we'd be, we'd be toast. We'd be history. Yeah. And, like, the only thing that they promised me out of it, because I wanted her removed from the show, and then they whittled me down to... I want to remove from the premises that we all live. And they were like, no, nah, we're not doing that. And so I was like, fine. Like, I just don't want her to intimidate me in the hallways. Like, I don't want her to come to my room. And they're like, okay, we can do that. And then the next week she's knocking on my door with the camera crew. Mm. Have you spoken to her since, like, the show's aired? No. No, no you've got no, no contact the with her? The first thing I did when we got our Instagrams back was block her and Ella. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're blocked. Bye. Liv, how have you been dealing with, obviously you said before that you've been really depressed. Have you been taking any steps on like medication or seeing a psychologist? So I'm on Lexapro at the moment. So okay. I know that's pretty average as far as drugs go. I probably should be on something for depression because I'm really struggling to get out of bed, honestly. Yeah. And nice. that's, that's not who I am. So I'm still very much struggling with depression. Um, I've During the show, I was seeing three different psychologists. Okay. So two provided by the show and one who I've sourced externally okay. that, the sh- that the production company is paying for. How do you feel about the show psychologist? Because I remember coming off of Love Island, I was given a psychologist, but I always felt like it was a bit of a conflict of interest because they're reporting back oh, to yeah. the show. Yeah. And I felt like it wasn't, a, yeah. it wasn't really a safe space. It was very biased, their opinion as well. Yeah, yeah. For sure. so um, look, I think like the show psychologist, so I've had to see her for the last three years because I've been signed on to the show for the last three years. So I know her quite well. Okay. Mm. And she knows me quite well. And she's seen me through a lot. Like she's known me since I was 25. I'm nearly 29. Okay. So she's seen me through the death of my dad and things like that. So I think she's a sweet lady and I feel like I feel particularly bonded to her okay but there was like conflict of interest and she's been nothing but supportive of me seeking help elsewhere in order to feel like i'm speaking to a safe space yeah so she has definitely she does, been there, there is a conflict yeah. of interest there so like yeah. with the whole like yeah i, I won't go into it but there, there's definitely that and she understands that and yeah. does encourage like outside help yeah but i i really really like her and i think she's a lovely lady yeah Jackson, have you noticed, obviously Olivia's saying that she's been pretty depressed at the moment. Have you noticed her kind of falling into that depression? Yeah, definitely. Look, there's been times, like, especially with Liv losing her job and stuff, like, I'm going to work and she's she's staying at home and stuff. Like, for me, we've had a couple of arguments about this, to be honest, is, you know, for me, if I'm working all day and I'm coming home, I expect the house to be clean, but, like, I can't it, do it. It lives just been struggling to get out of bed to do anything. And for me, it's like, oh, because it's, it's so hard for me to understand because I'm not somebody who gets depressed or I'm not somebody who knows what anxiety is. It's 
it's just not me. It's, it never has been. And it's so hard to understand that, you know, Liv has been stuck in bed and she's, she struggles to get going. And it's, it's been a big learning curve for me myself to, you know, learn that kind of side of, I guess that mental illness. And it's really hard to see when you don't know, Mm. it's really hard to see the difference between being depressed and being lazy yeah and like, I feel we're, like we're very lucky because our communication is very good if our yeah. communication wasn't good we wouldn't be where we are we wouldn't, honestly like i won't get into it too much but i have a family history of you know people breaking up because of mental health issues so that scares the absolute shit out of me mm-hmm. and you know if our communication wasn't so good and if we weren't living in a society that is so open about mental illness and stuff it would be if we were living in a different time it would be a very very different story yeah Yeah. and it's really hard not to feel like like if it was just me that was in like if I was just living by myself and I couldn't get out of bed every day and the house was a bomb like it wouldn't matter but it it makes it worse being like I can't get out of bed and the house is a bomb and Jack's gonna get home and I feel like a lazy piece of shit that like I can't bring myself to do it yeah it in a way, makes it worse because I can't look after him and I can't make I can't make him happy. It's not that I need looking after. You but, need looking after yeah, yourself, but you know, it, not being able to pull my weight in the relationship has been really, really hard. But I think you are pulling your weight, and I think like you have been through probably something that not a lot of other people are ever going to be able to experience, like that weight yeah. that you felt. So I think you're doing amazing. Wouldn't beat yourself um, up over it. Yeah, I think men that suffer from quite bad anxiety. And we've been in relationships with people who don't get it as well. And it's really hard to try and like bridge that communication. So it's amazing to hear that you, like the communication is like on point. I always it's suggest, difficult. Yeah, I always suggest to just do your research about it, Jackson, and find out how you can help. Well, to be, to be perfectly honest, like somebody who really helped me with it was actually Jack from the show. Like okay. yeah. he got really bad anxiety and he, and I, I, like I said, I don't get it. Don't really know much about it. He taught me a lot about it because I was always there to help him when he had anxiety Yeah, and yeah. getting to talk to him about it and knowing what he's going through really helped me with what was to come with Liv. He mm. was a really good support. So it was really good in that sense but yeah, yeah it's, it's like i'm a very big believer in if i don't know i'll ask yeah so amazing. That i've always done with live like you know i'll joke around calling her lazy and stuff but at the end of the day she'll be like no i'm actually i'm in a bad spot yeah yeah, yeah. and then like i'll try and get her up and get her out of bed and stuff like that but yeah yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah not to get too graphic but it has been really bad like there's, we've had really bad moments and really good moments. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like we're on the up. Yeah. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. Like I'm feel, I can feel my best friend. So I've had the same best friend since I was five years old. So Aww. I picked her, I picked her on our first day of kindy. She was the, other, <laughs> the other blonde girl. So I was like, we're gonna be besties. And we have last twenty eight years or whatever. Yeah. But her thing is always like, you, you walk on sunshine. Aww. You've always walked on sunshine. That's beautiful. Um, I've lost it, but it, it's coming back. Yeah, it's all—it's so. coming back, and you know the darkness never stays long. So, yeah. we're so glad to hear that you're doing a lot better, guys. This has been an amazing chat. We honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, really appreciate it. So, thank you so much. Thanks, yeah. Um, for taking the time to chat to us. Thanks for coming Thanks in for and being us. so honest with us. It's been—it's been a real treat. Thank you, guys. No, I appreciate Thank you guys you. having us Thank on. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye.